There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. From the Intercontinental Hotel in Dubai Festival City. This is Talking of Books. Live at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. Hear from the world's greatest writers. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are live, yes, from the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. We are in the lobby, so do come and say hello. Lots of tickets left for wonderful sessions at the Literature Festival, EmiratesLitFest.com, um, to find out more. But we are so excited, aren't we, Isabel, because we are here with the UAE astronauts Hazar al-Mansouri and Sultan al-Nayadi. So we've welcomed our listeners, but we must welcome you guys. So Sultan, welcome back to the show. And Hazar, um, welcome back to the festival as well, both of you. And welcome back to Earth. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was an amazing experience for me. Uh, a lot of uh, experiments conducted on board the station uh, to work with the uh, international cooperation uh, to represent not only my country but the whole Arab region and the International Space Station was an amazing experience and uh, I'm here uh, to share it with you guys. How long were you there? Remind our listeners. Yes, uh, the official record is 7 days, 21 hours and 1 minute. So uh, on this uh, total of eight days, approximately, uh, I conducted uh, different type of experiments, outreach. Uh, I talked with a lot of uh, kids uh, from our country here, from different schools and universities. And uh, experiments uh, in total, there were like 16 experiments on board the station. We were about six of them. I conducted on board the station. And uh, most of them about uh, how the human uh, body will react on uh, microgravity and uh, other experiments. Uh, and cooperated with the different agencies, ESA, NASA, Roscosmos, and uh, JAXA. Uh, most of them, um, and some of them, I would uh, say about uh, like uh, physics uh, uh, research, like in fluidics, fluid dynamics, where uh, they will study more about uh, and f- uh, know more about the fluid reactant microgravity. It's really amazing when you go there and you see the microgravity weightlessness and uh, how's your body is reacting. It's really weird and uh, fun, and uh, you'll get surprised how your body will react to that to the to that uh, environment, what where we are not uh, prepared for it. And Sultan, you were um, brothers, brothers, definitely, um, absolutely, because this journey you did it together every step of the way, and you learned Russian, you shared Russian words with us, you but because obviously in an emergency it will be in Russian. Uh, because you were uh, in, in, in the Russian uh, launching place, um, but you were there. And did you speak to each other regularly while Hazar was up in, uh, in space? Absolutely. We did that uh, twice a day. Uh, we had two sessions, uh, one in the morning and one in the evening. Plus we had access to, he had access to telephone. I can answer only, but I cannot, I cannot call that. <laughs> and uh, we exchanged some emails as well. I remember the first one. What's from you? The first email. <laughs> yep. Quite right, yep. quite right. I had, uh, I had an interview next day and uh, I remember lending him my, my tie and I was searching for it. And then, and then I remember that I gave it to Hazza, but where it is now? <laughs> and the first email was, where is my tie to him in, in, on board the station? <laughs> where have you put it? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, that's, that, that reminds me of, of, of someone, uh, my brother phoning my mother to say, where was the foil? And she was, you know, in, in America or somewhere ridiculous, you <laughs> yes. know, something, something quickly. But what was so wonderful, Hazar, is that you read a child's children's story yes. um, in space. Yes. And we live streamed that to primary schools across the Emirates on Wednesday That's when you really were here great. for the education yes. thing. Um, 
How easy was it to read that story in space when you're completely weightless? <laughs> it was really a bit difficult just to arrange everything and to uh, manage uh, things on space. Everything is floating, so you have to attach the camera in the proper way, check the mics, and uh, in, in, a, in a way, it's really, you, you felt like you are, you are you're feeling like you are slowly, you are doing things in a slow way, and the time is really running fast. So you have to catch up with this at the same time and to make sure that everything is perfect. Uh, from uh, voice, video, and uh, it was really amazing. Um, one of them is, you know, in space, the small things really matter, from just brushing your teeth to do your uh, hygiene activities every day to prepare your meal. It's all, uh, you will do it in a very uh, different, uh, way. different way, in very, like, uh, strategic or, like, in, uh, in order, in a way that you will stuff everything and stick it in a way that you make sure that you not float because if you just forget and you let them float, they will disappear. Um, it's incredible. <laughs> and you took, um, I know because I had a sample of it, you took uh, Emirati food up into space, probably for yes. the first time. Yes. What, what was the, um, how, how much did you have to do in choosing, um, both of you, in what you wanted to be those, those the Emirati food that you could take up there and share it with the other astronauts? Yeah, just to let you know, uh, we had a full week uh, in, in Russia just trying space food every day. Yeah, and uh, for every day we tried at least um, 20 to 30 uh, things, including the main dish and uh, uh, the side dish, sweets, teas and everything. So we picked a couple of uh, good meals that I really liked, like uh, some fish and, and uh, meat. But the, uh, uh, the special thing we, we did is uh, having three Emirati dishes, including uh, balalit, balalit, which is one of the I favorite. I love balalit. Balalit, salona. Friday morning, that's my Friday morning yes, breakfast, balalit. absolutely. And, uh, and madruba, which, oh, came, madruba. which, which yes. came in tube. And I think Haza yes. and the other uh, crew member had a lot of fun yes. doing uh, Especially, you know, uh, what's, uh, what's special about our food, the Marat food, they are, they are a lot of uh, spices. Mm. And uh, we miss that spices in space because of uh, fluid shift in our body. So it's going up, so you will have this uh, less... Uh, uh, feeling of the food and the taste. I didn't know that. So, yes. so your actual your actual sort of taste buds and all of that change yes. when you're weightless. Yes, because of the fluid going up, so we'll feel like always you are having uh, less taste of the, to the food itself. So you want to tend to add more like salt and sugar and space. And by the way, in space they are not coming in like in crystallized or like small, uh, uh, but they are coming in liquids. Ah, Liquid, so yes, yes, because of it uh, in microgravity. So. Um, uh, our our food, along with a lot of spices, they liked it and they said we want more of these. <laughs> <laughs> so you've introduced yes. uh, Emirati food. It's probably the furthest it's ever been into space. Not uh, only Emirati food. I wear my kandoora there also, uh, which is, which is oh. really <laughs> which is really amazing yes. for them. Wow, you brought this, huh? Yes, it was really amazing. Yes, uh, it's a way to uh, to uh, to participate with our culture and uh, uh, there on the, the International Space Station, and it's really amazing. When we are there, and always emphasizing this, because uh, when we are there, we are not like different countries or different, uh, uh, with different backgrounds. We are human versus space. Mm. So this is a very important message to, to send to everyone, that when you are going there, uh, you will look at Earth from there, and you will see only uh, oceans, lands with no borders. And this is a very important mission, uh, mission, uh, message to send. That is probably the most important thing we're going yes. to hear today land and oceans with no borders yes. because the borders are imposed in, in they are what man does 
but nature doesn't do it. And to be able to see that and understand that. And the other thing I'm going to say is literature has no borders. It travels wherever. And you reading in space was, for me, such a wonderful message to young people. Because you're in the process, or the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Agency and the UAE Space Programme are looking to choose the next astronauts, aren't they? So, Sultan, how did you feel when you were chosen um, to become our first, one of our first astronauts? Well, I think, it, first of all, it's, it's, it's like a dream coming true it's a, since childhood. Um, second thing we both share is, is the big responsibility that we have on our shoulders. I mean, um, when you see a tweet from Sheikh Mohammed Bar Rashid and Sheikh Mohammed Zaid announcing our names and putting us like on, on the main headlines, I think it was a big responsibility and we gave it full um, attention and, and, uh, and full care from right from the beginning and uh, that announcement was while we're traveling towards Russia so we went anonymous we landed like stars over there <laughs> quite right in Star City yeah. yes and um, yeah right from the beginning we start um, I mean pushing ourselves um, to, to, to the limit I mean learning Russian doing physical activities doing all the examinations in in, in a good way and um, I think eventually everything uh, paid off. I mean, the mission was successful. Everyone was uh, amazed of how Hazza performed on board the station. Although it was a very limited time, but he was able to conduct everything smoothly and perfectly. So I think we're really proud of, of saying that we were uh, I mean, uh, uh, good ambassadors uh, during this mission for the whole nation. And since you've come back, both of you, uh, Hazar, you have been all over the place and you're just spreading the word far and wide. So I would like to ask both of you, if you have to give, in a, in a, in a nutshell, what would you say to those who want to become astronauts? What, what is your advice, Hazar? Uh, my advice, start? I think, uh, to just to, uh, to start with the passion and with dreams, but you have to feed them with the goals and uh, to, to have this discipline and uh, consistency to, to just maintain the, the, your goal and to achieve it. So uh, definitely uh, pick a field that you are passionate about. Uh, STEM is one of the things that you may pick where uh, you can uh, go and thrive there in different uh, fields. And uh, to let you know, uh, it's um, not important to be like a an, an, like an, uh, pilot or engineer or in, in, in one of these uh, particular fields. Teachers, they can go to, uh, to space and they already went there. So just be passionate about your, what you're doing and uh, work hard to achieve it. And you, you are a PhD holder. You're a doctor. Right. So, so you didn't come from a, I mean, Hazar's a, a, a fighter pilot, yep. uh, experienced pilot, but you weren't. So, so what strength did you bring? Um, uh, first of all, I share the same uh, point as Hazar. You need to have passion and dedication. And good news, you don't, have to, you, have, you don't have to be a pilot to be a, an astronaut. You could be a teacher or, or a scientist or a researcher or a doctor. And uh, every um, single, uh, let's say, job or, or criteria can fit uh, within a very successful uh, uh, space mission. And um, uh, from coming from a, an engineering background, it gave me a lot of um, uh, insight on, on how to deal with, with systems, communication and troubleshoot, uh, any computer systems. So I think it was a really powerful thing to have as an engineer. Yeah. So we're going to go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 
two, one, <laughs> blast off. We're going to take a short break, but put a bookmark in because we're going to be back to hear a little bit more from our amazing Emirati astronauts. From the Intercontinental Hotel in Dubai Festival City. This is Talking of Books. Live at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. Hear from the world's greatest writers. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Hello, welcome back to the show. It's incredibly exciting here on Talking of Books today. Uh, we are broadcasting live, but not only that, we're here with the UAE astronauts Haza Al-Mansouri and Sultan Al-Nayadi. Um, I'm Annabelle and my co-host is the wonderful Isabel abul Hall. And we were just talking um, off air briefly about your uh, colleague, Christina Cook-Hazer. And we have some audio that we'd like to play of her returning to Earth yesterday after 328 days in space, breaking the world record for the longest space flight by a woman. Christina Cook, your record holder. She is out, thumbs up and a huge smile. Yes, we are seeing it real time. She definitely looks glad to be home. Again, uh, 328 days that she spent in space since her launch on March 14th. 328 days. Yes. You, you were just telling us you, you trained with her. Yes, I trained with her at the beginning uh, when we uh, just announced our names and we started to train on uh, Star City. Uh, she was there for us and uh, the rest of the astronauts and cosmonauts uh, in Star City. Uh, giving us a lot of advices, a lot of tips. And I remember that uh, Christina, uh, I trained with her on the Soyuz simulator, where we just uh, sit together. Uh, she helped me a lot in terms of just uh, what I have to prepare and the checklist. And uh, there's like uh, a note that she wrote. She gave it to me and she said, OK, this is, will help you for, for your training. So uh, and uh, I emailed her every day because we have this access to email the, our friends on board the station. Uh, so I emailed them. Uh, waiting for her to come back from there. Uh, just to let you know, uh, to set this record, it's really challenging. It's not an easy. Uh, not only uh, from uh, physical part, but it's also from psychological part to, to be away yeah. that long uh, from your uh, beloved one. So uh, you have to be prepared for these type of missions. And why we are doing and conducting these long missions? Just to let you know, because in future, uh, the, object is, uh, the objective is to go to the moon and uh, to go to the Mars eventually. And you, when you go to the Mars, the trip itself, going and coming back, it will be around three years. Because uh, the trip to go to the Mars is around seven to eight day, uh, months. And uh, to have the other window to come back, it will appear after like two years. So the total of three years uh, mission. So it's really challenging. And to, to know more for the scientists and for uh, uh, everyone here on ground, uh, how our body will uh, adapt to uh, microgravity for longer durations because there's a lot of side effects. Uh, I remember that when I came back after eight days, I couldn't walk for three days. Yeah, I mean, just just for th from eight walk. days you couldn't walk. What but what happens? Is it because you're in a completely weightless environment? Uh, it's because of uh, when you are there, we didn't sit for three days. I need I don't need to sit because I don't need to because I am floating. Yes, and I didn't need to walk. So what's happened to my legs? The muscles get getting weaker, and the bones itself also getting a little bit uh, bone density, getting less. So uh, all of these things uh, will cumulative, and in a way that when you're coming back, you cannot walk. Mm. So you need to just uh, rehabilitate again to uh, gain that strength to adapt to 1G. 
So I wonder how long it's going to take Christina. Sultan, what do you think about this? I mean, this is a huge impact on, on human beings' bodies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, according to what we hear from astronauts that we, we've met after their mission, it varies. I mean, Hazard took uh, one day to, to recover and he, and he was able to walk without any problem. Um, others um, uh, might take a couple of days or three days. So it, it varies. On top of that, you, you, we have to mention that uh, on Earth, we, we use our vestibular system that is um, within our ears to, to maintain a balance. On board the station, there is no gravity, so the inner ear or the vestibular system is disabled. So that might uh, affect you when you come back. So balance is, 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 is not... Uh, well, it will be distorted. I'm while really sad yes. to hear that. It, it, was, it was really... Uh, to <laughs> you to just to mention this, it was really weird because I was challenging my mind there. Because my mind always trying to just this is up, and there is like a lot of uh, like um, uh, modules is going in the down and up uh, towards the station. So when I'm floating up, the whole dimension is just shifted. So the up is now totally different. Now I'm looking down, and now sometimes. So the, the concept of up and down disappear. There is no upside down in space, to me. So when I'm walking to the ceiling, it's up and down. So always up is up in my, my eyes, where I am looking. It's not uh, what I uh, it's feel. Not, yes, well, yes, because yeah. you've got nothing. Yes, you've so got it's nothing really weird and it's yes. amazing how you, you will get amazed with your body, how to really adapt after a while to, to microgravity in a way like, I can do this and I, I'm forgetting that I am now in microgravity. Um, Isabel was talking earlier and asking for kind of your advice for anybody else wanting to become an astronaut. And we've talked a lot about the physical, but like you mentioned, you know, the psychological impact is something that people often don't yes. think enough about. What advice on that side would you would you give to anybody thinking of applying? I think uh, just to gain skills to to uh, to communicate with others is really important, and to uh, just to let you know, on board the station we have internet. We have tutors, we have phones to, to, uh, to call our families, and we have this also video sessions with each one week, one, one, one time. So, uh, so to look at them and just to say hi and to share with them the experience more closely. Uh, so all of these things that will help you as an astronaut to, to maintain a good, healthy, uh, mentally status in a way that you can conduct your daily experiments, daily activities in a very professional way. Um, so definitely the skills to communicate to share your 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 feelings with others is really important, and uh, on board the station, I, ha I had a lot of support from all the cosmonauts, astronauts, uh, all of them. They were supported me in every activities, mm -hmm. giving me a lot of tips. It's a new environment for me, but some of them they will spend their six months, uh, three months. So they give me a lot of tips to just to conduct my daily activities in a very smooth way. Mm. And you must become. This, this wonderful closely bonded community with the astronauts, cosmonauts you're sharing, yes. a very limited space and uh, you will become brothers and sisters, there's no other way of, yep. of managing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you've, you've spoken to a lot of young people, um, particularly this, uh, this week, and I just wondered... This week, can I just add to that? So. Um, at, on Wednesday, we had an education session and we were delighted to have Hazar, Sultan and Salim, who can't be here today, uh, talking to a packed audience. 600 students were here for that. But also, thanks to DO and thanks to Ministry of Education, it was live streamed to seven Emirates to more than 99,000 students. And you made their day, their week, their year, let me tell you. because. 
they felt that you were in the room with them. That's really great, nice to hear that because uh, one of our uh, part of our mission is to uh, reach all the schools and to let them know that's w what we did and uh, our experience and to share with them the, the whole experience because it's important because I, I always, uh, I'm, when I'm going to schools, I tell them that you are guys, you are the generation of the moon, you are generation of the Mars. But to, re to reach there, you have to be prepared from now, from school. And uh, guys, you, what you are doing here, uh, the Festival of Literature is really important and inspiring in a way that's really will uh, you will have this result in totally now and in future. I remember you, you told me, Hazar, last time that you, you, live, you live in Alain? Uh, in Abu Dhabi. In Abu Dhabi. But you'd gone out into the desert as a small boy and you had a book that you'd been reading, a, a children's book, and you looked up and you could see a very clear sky with all the stars yes. and things. And that inspired you? Definitely, yes. yes. It inspired me to uh, both of us. Uh, we are sharing this uh, same uh, 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 like childhood where we are from uh, a remote area. Al-Ain uh, and uh, Liwa. You're from Al-Ain. Yes. yes. And uh, I am in Liwa, and, uh, yes. which is away from the, towards the empty desert. Uh, quarter empty, so where's there's a uh, clear sky. There's no light pollution. And uh, it's really uh, amazing. When you're looking up, you will see the stars in a very bright way. Sometimes you will see this cloud of or Milky Way, and it's really will get amazed and will inspire you. That you and with this inspiration, you have to feed it with, the, with, with, the, with the hard work with the education, with, the, uh, with passion, and definitely will reach your final destination. So, over this journey, how long were you both training to be astronauts? How long was it? Two years, three years? Um, it took us um, just about uh, uh, more than a year, a um, accumulation of uh, um, 11 months in, in Russia. So, um, during these months, we, we've done all sorts of training. So, we went... Uh, um, as I mentioned, uh, going through um, uh, physical training, Russian language, complex training uh, on, on board the Soyuz and uh, the station Mokabs. On top of that, we did some specific training like the parabolic flight, the vomit comet, the zero G. <laughs> the vomit comet. <laughs> that, that, I love that. <laughs> that was, that was uh, an amazing What's experience. What's a parabolic flight? Well, it's, um, do you know the turbulence that we have um, uh, on, board the, yes. uh, on board the aircraft? It's like a continuous turbulence for 20 seconds. It's just like basic... I mean, it's like, it's like falling, a continuous fall for 20 seconds. During this 20 seconds, you're just floating, a simulation of, of uh, zero gravity. Mm. So we did some uh, maneuvers uh, during uh, the, the 20 seconds just to adapt or, or train ourselves for, for microgravity. Micro mm. And uh, one more uh, training that we did is the survival training coming from, from a country which is uh, plus 50 to minus 25 in Russia. That was an amazing thing to do. And we spent two nights in the Russian wilderness trying to uh, survive those uh, cold nights. Yes. So it was really, really interesting experience. And you survived them. Yeah, I, the survived desert, yeah. I always have felt the desert was more uh, I, I Yes, I recommend that for, to them, to do a survival course here. In the, in, desert. Yes. in the desert. In August. It has been, I think, one of our best ever Talking of Books interview to have you two here with us today, live from the festival. Uh, and um, is are we now yeah, having to say I know, Marcelama? I know. We have to land back on Earth now. It's no, such no, a shame, you. but it's thank been an absolute pleasure. Thank yes. you so and much. And your session today 
is uh, at one o'clock here. Uh, and it's the astronauts, the UA astronauts return. Yep. Um, it is going to be an amazing session at one o'clock. I'm not sure that there is any more it's space. It packed. has been our number one most requested session for everyone. So if you've got a ticket, you are lucky. If you haven't, um, I should just come down here anyway, and you can see these wonderful Hazar and uh, Sultan yes. getting into the session coming up. Thank you. All the best, and thank you, thank you so much thank for taking you. time to be with us. Thank you. When we come back, we'll be speaking to Ross Collins, the author-illustrator of There's a Bear on My Chair, among many other delightful picture books. You're listening to Talking of Books. Live at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. Hear from the world's greatest writers. On Dubai Eye 103.8. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.